Hello, welcome to Codependent and Shit, a real ass bitch talking about real ass motherfucking shit. Like that extra cuss word today. Um, how's it going? How are we doing? It's a really weird fucking time right now. Um, I am recording this post right after the tragic death of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and all the others on board that helicopter. Um, holy shit, man. Holy shit. It's really fucking sad. I mean, tragedies happen all the time. People die every day. But, um, what a really tragic way to to go. Um, terrifying. Um, I don't know the details of, like, the whole situation. I don't even know if I want to know because anything I've seen just makes me feel worse. Um, I'm not a big basketball fan, but God, Kobe Bryant, like that's a, that's a household name, at least in America. And, um, everyone knows Kobe. You shoot a, I shoot a basket with a paper ball, a rolled up ball and I go, Kobe, everyone does that. Like that's, that's legend shit. Um, Aside from that, the fact some people are like, oh, he was a rapist, let's not forget, but, like, he was also a human, so, regardless of whatever allegations and things, and, um, he was a human, his daughter, he had a daughter, he was a father, he was a, a husband, um, he, a lot of people looked up to him, a lot of men especially that played basketball, just, you know, he was just a really admired person, so, um, it's fucking sad, he's only 40, and his daughter at 14, and the other kids, and families it's just so sad and I feel like the air is just fucking heavy right now like thick it is dense full of just depression like I'm just having waves of depression come over me which that could be my own stuff but it just feels like it's just in the air right now I'm I'm sensitive as fuck so I feel I already feel everyone's feels and now if everyone's feels are down I'm just like I'm in it (laughs) And it's hard to navigate. Um, so if you're feeling the, the, the feels over all this too, um, I'm with you. And like, just try to stay grounded. I'm just trying to like navigate it and realize it's kind of like a collective thing. I don't think um, it's just me. <laughs> um, anyways, so I don't really have a set premise for this episode. Do I have a set premise for any episode? Not really. Kind of just go off. Um, whatever, or like maybe something someone wrote in about. Um, I'm just gonna share something that's current for me. This episode, I was actually supposed to be recording my first interview, but with the recent events and recent events in my own life, I'm just, I'm not mentally there for an interview today. So we're gonna push it back a week. And, um, cause I want to be fully like my, in my, my, my groove for for my first interview and I'm not in that right now and that's where I just want to get really just really 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 real on this episode um and try not to be too much of a fucking downer I mean I still want to crack some jokes keep it a little light-hearted but um I'm not I'm in a weird space um and maybe someone else that listens to my show can relate to what I'm experiencing um or maybe this will make you realize you're going through similar um, feelings, and maybe you're carrying the same kind of weight, um, but, so basically, this, over the weekend, I, I worked an event, I volunteered for this event called Girl Talk, and it was, um, 
it was basically like a women's empowerment type of event. It was just like girl, a lot of girl speakers, women that um, I really admire that are um, that have their own businesses. Like some of them are coaches, some of them are they write books, they they make apps, they're just you know creators, and um, I really admire and respect them. And they all spoke, and this this uh, convention, well, basically was a convention. I got to go for free because I volunteered. That worked out, which is awesome. Um, And it was a lot of um, deep inner work. And it's really weird, the timing. Like, if you ask the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, if you're really willing to ask... um, Maybe you're stuck... you're, You're feeling a block. And you don't know what it is. Um, I swear, if you, like, really start to get, uh, questionable with yourself or with whatever is beyond you, what is still, what is still lingering? What am I still holding on to? Um, it'll present itself. It'll come out. And, um, that could be, like, someone brings it up and you realize, like, wait, this is still bugging me. Or it's always just crazy. Like, all of a sudden, what, something comes up that you thought might have not been bothering you. You might have been putting on a back burner. And it comes up somehow and you realize like, oh, holy shit, is this the thing that I was like asking to be brought to my attention that I'm like not really, I haven't really dealt with. So personally, I've just noticed um, I'm still carrying a weight of something. I'm, there's still something I'm running from. Um, to be totally honest, I just want to get, I'm on, I'm never, and nothing I say in my show and, and the practices I talk about and the belief, all of the stuff, I'm not some master of this stuff. I'm literally in it with you. I'm in the thick of it. I'm still doing the things. I'm implementing the the different actions and I'm so in the process too. I'm not like this immaculate healed human by any means. By any means. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm not an expert but what I'm saying is I still do a lot of the things that I do episodes about. That's why I do an episode about them. Like, I'm still learning too. So I've been realizing, although I've done a lot of healing work around a lot of areas in my life, especially like childhood stuff, um, there is still some, there's, there's something lingering that I'm running from every day that I don't want to feel. I don't want to be present. I always want to be distracted or numb and I'm going to be very open and share that I use cannabis I always have I don't think there's anything wrong with cannabis it's legal I live in California it's legal here it's treated like alcohol and I use it and I I love cannabis I love weed like whatever um I think obviously with like with anything there's limits and it can be excessive and that can become unhealthy um and that's for every person to to come to realization like there's treating it like um kind of like a treat like a a unwinding whatever then there's like numbing like you could with alcohol as well um or any substance or anything and I realize I'm told I think I'm numbing now numbing with cannabis um, I'm at that, I'm in the numbing range and I just like to be distracted and I am struggling with something. And I was like, what the fuck is it? 
like what am I I've done so much healing work what is still like lingering in me why am I not wanting to be present and this has been weighing on me for a while and it's just like another layer like all this shit all this shit we're carrying like you might load off something and work through something and think oh I should be good now but like that's not really how it works there's lots of layers to to healing and just because you got one layer off does not mean there are not more underneath it and another thing that's still on you so I'm kind of realizing I still have a big thing weighing on me and it was over the weekend while I was at this convention that it all kind of came to surface and it happened um via the person making contact so I'm just gonna get really honest it is uh, my situation with my son's father and that's the thing I don't it shows that I'm very shameful about that because I don't talk about it. I don't talk about it on the show. I think I mentioned him once very for like a, t- a second. And um, I don't like to talk about it with people and I don't like to think about it. And so I just want to be transparent about this because it's going to help me work through it because I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> besides talk to my therapist but um and maybe like other people listen have kids and are trying to co-parent with a person that is not able to show up or is perhaps a person they got with when they were in a different state of being where they were like maybe using two or like you know they just had they were different like um I was a different human when I met my son's dad I was, like, living to get drunk every day. I had no purpose. We were a party couple. I didn't even really want to be with the dude. Like, he got me to commit. Um, And then we had a baby. Like, holy shit. But I I had my son, and I left him and that, but I never left the guilt. Like, I've I've just started... The guilt just started accumulating and accumulating, and the more he's proved to be a not good father the more he proves that he cannot show up the more guilt I feel because I feel guilty to my son I feel like my son deserves the world and I because of my poor choices that I made in the past he has a shitty dad I feel like that's my fault and I'm carrying that weight every time he doesn't show up for my son it's like another stab in my heart it's like another dagger it's like this is your fault. This is your fault. Like Rowan doesn't have a dad because you like shitty men. Rowan, in, in other words, Rowan doesn't have a dad. That's my son's name, by the way, Rowan. Now everyone knows everything about me. <laughs> my son has a shitty dad because I had sex with shitty men. It just keeps going deeper and deeper. My son has a shitty dad because I had no self-worth. And so if you can see the guilt is just how there's so much guilt there. And I've realized lately I have a lot of shame around my sexual history. Um, I, that person, my son's father, is a representation of men I was willing to have sex with. Like four years ago. Not even that long ago to me. And um, I was willing to give my body to a person like this. I was, I just, I'm very ashamed of that. I'm, I'm carrying a lot of shame around my past with my the way I was with my body and I'm a completely different person now but I'm still carrying that shame and I just if you can relate if you kind of are blaming yourself for somebody in your past um 
you got to let it go because you're you're not that person anymore. So it's it's so irrelevant to be holding on to guilt about something in the past because that was the way you were then is not the way you are now. You didn't know then what you know now and if you had the knowledge then you wouldn't have made that choice, but you didn't know. You were doing the best you could then. Um and now you have the awareness. So I'm really trying to get there with myself. And I know this can be extra hard. If you had a kid in the mix and you had a kid with this person and now you have to deal with them forever, basically, you're binded forever with a human. And um, it can the guilt just gets tenfold when you have created a little person that's part of this other fucking person and they're not showing up and you feel like you're responsible. You feel like it's your fault. You, and then there's the decisions, do I let the other person be in their life? I mean, should I, should I let this, my shitty baby mama, my shitty baby daddy, should I let my, my child know them should, so they can make the decision for themselves so that they can't ever say, oh, you didn't even give me a chance to let me know my parent, you know, they could hold that against you. Or do you choose to protect them? Do you just decide no I mean if they're abusive people like they physically could hurt your kid obviously no do not let them around them that's a deal duh but I mean if they're like not gonna physically hurt that's a hard decision to make because that's their other parent they're part of their DNA and it's fucking hard and that is something that has been weighing on me and just killing me I'm like always in limbo of like what is the right decision here do I let him know him because all he is right now in, in my son's life is a is a weird visit. Not even I don't know if it's weird. He's just a visit. He's not a dad. He's like a a friend a fun visitor that brings toys sometimes, and they don't have like a really good relationship. And it makes me sad because I realized just like epiphany in my kitchen the other morning. I'm like, he's a visit. And then I was like, oh my god, that's what I used to say about my dad. My dad was a visit. And it's just crazy to realize that I have recreated this situation again for my own child. Because that's how this fucking trauma shit works. It just gets passed down generation to generation. A hurt man will a lot of times make another hurt man. And then another hurt man. And it's fucked up. And same with women. Women make a hurt woman a hurt woman. But there's that one person in the family that can change the shit. That gets the self-awareness. And it's probably you if you're listening to this show it's probably you. So at least that's good news. You have the awareness. And when you have the awareness, it's actually your responsibility to break this shit. So, um, now that my son is already a hurt man created another man, it's up to me now. Um, what do I do at this point? This man continuously shows he cannot show up. And so I made the decision to finally just lay the fucking boundary. And, and for now he has to be cut off. He has to be out of our lives. And this is weighing on me. I don't know if I'm still second guessing. Every time I lay a boundary, I'm like, am I making the right choice? I don't know. I don't know if it's the right choice because I, I can't. It's hard for me to make firm decisions in myself because I'm still making my sense of self strong. Like, I still have a sense of self that is not super strong. So when I make a decision that's my own decision and no one else's and 
no one else can influence it I, I struggle and I'm like is am I sure this is right because I am still not that sturdy in my own self-decision but the only way you're gonna make those decisions and not feel that insecurity every time you make a strong decision for yourself is just to keep doing it and keep doing it and it'll it, you won't feel like so uncomfortable but we're not even used to doing that we're not even used to making decisions for ourselves we have to go get everyone else's opinion oh should I be doing this should I be doing this should I be doing this and no one can answer these things for us and the fact we have to go around and ask for opinions is, is a example of us not having that security in our own choices and decisions it's crazy um so we just got to keep doing that keep making decisions for yourself don't go get everyone's opinion follow what you think is right and for me right now I think is right is to cut off my son's dad he's just not um a good person right now for my son He's not physically abusive, but he he has narrow-minded views. He can't get his shit together. He's it's just like a never-ending cycle of shit and being stuck in victim mode. And I'm just no, no more. So if you're feel if you're carrying guilt, I just want to talk about guilt is fucking heavy. I was just reading about it, and it literally lowers your immune system. Like these emotions are heavy on us, and they physically affect us. Like a weakened immune system because you have such high cortisol levels because you're in anxiety and if you already are anxiety prone having guilt with anxiety is like double because your your anxiety just like adds to the guilt times 10 and I think that's um, something that's been bothering me too but yeah I just feel really sick and embarrassed over over the person I had a child with and so this is kind of me liberating myself right now like hey world I had sex with I had sex with a shitty dude I dated a shitty dude I had a child with a shitty dude yes I did it sucks right why couldn't I have just had better taste whatever doesn't matter I did it is what it is I have this beautiful child out of it who changed my life all that matters if you are in this same boat and you have a kid with someone, all that matters is look at your beautiful child and look at your opportunity to, to change this pattern. Look at your opportunity to shape a person into being someone that loves themselves, that has a strong sense of self. This is our chance to uh, break it is by teaching our kids too. And I was just looking at my son after I, like, later after the whole convention thing was over and after I, like, felt everything come up and realizing. And I was like, all that matters is is I have him. He's here. He's healthy. I love him so much. It's so fucking hard. Raising kids is so fucking hard. Yo, shout out to all the parents. I've said this on my episode before. Parenting is the hardest fucking shit. And I swear to God, being, um... I'm just saying, in my personal experience, being just a 28-year-old girl doing it by myself, a girl who was already, like, trying to figure out myself, how to raise myself still, having a kid on top of that, holy fuck, it's so fucking hard, and, um, I str- I'm struggling, too, all the time, I'm always struggling just to try to feel happy, and safe, and secure, and connected, because my inner child didn't get that and I'm still building that while I have a child and trying to make him feel that it's fucking hard so give yourself some credit if you have kids give yourself credit if you're doing any of the work the work is hard 
Um, and I also kind of want to say, like, if you listen to this episode this far without having kids, even though this didn't apply to you, if you have an ex that you feel guilty that you were with, that was, like, kind of shitty, um, treated you awful, you know, let that guilt go. Um, let that guilt go because, like I said, you were not the same person as you are now. And I would also be grateful that you you didn't have a kid with that person um, because that makes it so much. The guilt is, like I said, doubled. It's doubled. It's worse. And you're binded to them in some way. Because if I could have it my way, I would I would just not know this person at all if I could. And I'm a lover. I, I like to keep contact with people. But if I have my, ch- my choice, I would not have to contact this person because, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry about this episode's a little down. I just, I'm in the thick of it and I'm just trying to navigate it. I'm supposed to start doing EMDR therapy this week. I don't even know if I honestly should yet. I think I might push it and just kind of want to talk through all this guilt. Um, because I don't know what to do with it. I'm not, I, I still am feeling it. And I don't know how to work through it like how do you release these feelings like I can tell myself a million times I forgive you I forgive you for that I forgive you but um it's not that easy it's just like self-love you don't just you know tell yourself I love you I love myself and you that means you love yourself it's not how it works it's um it's actions and integration and I you know all the all the fucking things all the fucking things. Ugh. Anyways, I just um, wanted to get real with you guys. Because um, I'm totally numbing. I numb hard with food, too. Like, really, yo? I'm a food binger. It is at an addict, especially sugar, like sweets. That's my go-to right now. Like, I literally, like, feel like a little junkie for sweets right now because I literally have to like go get some every day and like I'm just filling up with food and then I feel the guilt because I'm like oh, I'm getting out I'm gonna get out of shape and then I just that's just fucking adding to it like this is madness this is literally madness um yeah I I will actually like smoke to get high to binge eat like, I, I like binge eating stone. Like, that's, that's a hobby. When I was in my, like, two re- serious, serious relationships I've been in, where, like, I actually didn't, like, leave right away or they didn't leave right away. I mean, like, we actually were together a substantial amount of time. But I'm a love addict, so once the, like, initial, like, high went off, I was totally over it. So, uh, the way I coped with, like, these relationships that I wasn't feeling fulfilled or happy in, I just would smoke and binge eat. I was just binge eat. I would just binge eat and I got fat in both relationships. I call this relationship happy, but it's not really happy. It's like you're in this relationship and you thought it's supposed to like make you happy, right? It's supposed to fulfill you and that's what you thought. And then you get in the relationship and you get comfortable and you kind of like not feeling maybe as um, fulfilled as you thought this relationship was going to make you feel. And then you start just stuffing with food I feel like I see so many couples do this they get fat because it's like that's like their hobby together is like go eat let's go out to eat let's go out to eat me and my exes that's what we do our lives were just like going out to eat like where are we going tonight like you want to go to TJ Fridays oh no let's go let's go to Ruby's no let's go to Red Robin 
like that's life fuck that i don't ever want to be in a relationship where um all we do is go eat i want to be in a relationship with someone that wants to go hiking go to museums go travel go to the beach go do something cool fucking active let's go on a fucking adventure let's go backpacking let's go mountain like all the fucking things like that shit's fun i want my partner for that i don't want my partner in fooding well i do want a partner in fooding as well like he needs to be a foodie that's for show but i mean other things too like we're fulfilling there's a more to this relationship than having a warm body next to me like we 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 complement each other's lives each other's lives um no more relationship wait yo not for me but I mean, I'm doing it now. It's, I'm just saying, like, binge eating is such a coping mechanism for so many people. That shit is hard. I don't even know how to navigate this shit right now. I'm hungry talking about it. I want to go get food as I talk about this. <laughs> I'm like, every day I'm like, okay, today's the day I'm going to stop. And then I'm like, no, you know what? French fries sound really good instead of stopping. God, I love French fries. Okay. Um... I'm sorry if this episode was kind of a little down, guys. I just got, I'm keeping it real. I didn't even want to record anything, but I wanted to show up for you guys still every week like I like I say I will. So, and this is my gem, my love of my podcast. This is my gem right now. This is my little thing. So, I'm I'm showing up still for my for my um my bliss. All right. All right, guys. I am um, I hope you have a great week. I hope you work through all your shit gracefully. If you are coping in in not the healthiest ways like me, food, dating. Honestly, jumping into dating is totally something I do too. Like that's why I was in a situationship last year. Like I was that was just a coping thing. I was like I don't want to feel all this guilt and shit, so I'm going to just try to date someone that I know I shouldn't even date cuz it was a nice distraction. It was a nice thing to put all my energy into when I'm not giving it to my son, like, but fuck that, it was, uh, that's, that's a whole other thing, but that's what I was doing, so, but I went on, what I wanted to say was, if you're doing that, if you used to have way unhealthier coping mechanisms, like, I'm talking drugs, heroin, meth, whatever, alcohol, and you're not doing that now, but maybe you're watching too much Netflix, and maybe you're eating a little too much french fries, don't fucking destroy yourself about that don't beat yourself up because you used to be doing things that would actually kill you like this is a process baby steps girl boy whoever you are baby steps you will get there but I mean if you've come from where you were shooting up or whatever and now you're just binge eating like give yourself some grace like I gotta I gotta be easier on myself because I've done way worse (laughs) all right have a great week I love you stay strong keep going keep healing it's never ending but you get better and better and better as you go baby all right i love you bye